0: Hey, everybody. It's Michael Martin. Thanks for being here. So, uh, for one, I get, you know, lots of feedback. Sometimes I get people trying to make points or just want clarity on things. And, uh, you know, so I I respond directly to them via email. Sometimes, if it's a larger theme, I I just try to record the answer kind of here because then I think it can benefit more people. So, one of the things was, you know, Mike, I'm having trouble buying a particular name, given it's P.E. And I'm like, what are you, an investor now? You know, and this is where TV can really drive you crazy if you don't have a plan, you don't know what you're doing, you think you're getting edified, but what happens is you're going down the rabbit hole that takes you in a whole other direction. You know, P.E.s, you know, are what they are, but the price is the only thing that you can trust. So where earnings estimates might be and forward-looking statements and otherwise they're in fantasy land if you want to trust them as being good bad plus or minus above or beyond premium expensive rich whatever that's your business but don't bring it into my world right that's not the paradigm that i live in earnings in a lot of ways are irrelevant if you're a trader earnings dates too are only things to avoid right you don't want to make a gamble around a big earnings announcement because there's no way to handicap the trade even if you know what the chart pattern looks like, right? It's any—it's it, that's, a, that's a gamble at that point. So, hey, if you like gambling, no sweat. You know what you're risking? No problem. I just don't like to gamble around money. I don't find it pleasurable to lose money for stupid reasons, especially when I know better. Of course, it's your money, you do with it what you want. Only you know what's best for you. But if you write me a question and start bringing up PEs when you're talking like a trader or like you want to be a trader, you're confusing different dialects, right? P.E. is for investors, it's not for traders. You know, what What about, then the follow-up was, what about the irrational exuberance? All right, here's my stake. If irrational exuberance has a price and it's $2,100, I'm going to buy irrational exuberance and I'm going to trail it with a stop and I'm hopefully going to sell it at many, many multiples of even more irrationality. See, irrationality is a an object uh, an adjective or type of behavior that you know you put a label on people right and i don't have any problem with people acting irrational as long as they don't bring it to my doorstep we don't have any problems um, so the point being is that you're you're looking for waves to surf what ocean you're in is a lot of it's irrelevant right you have to learn how to catch the wave you not care you don't care about the density of the water All right. Now, there might be correlation between high tide and low tide. I'm not a surfer myself, so I don't know. Um, But the point being is that if you have something that's trading at 80 PE, well, then sell it at 120. If you buy it at 120, then sell it at 240. That's the point here, is it's not a criteria to know whether to get long or get short, right? That's why you backtest your system. And then I haven't seen any evidence that backtesting using PE as criteria can help me trade better. So then I have the luxury of disregarding it and not needing it as a data point because it doesn't add efficacy to my results. What does add efficacy is managing my downside risk. And, you know, you're probably more likely to lose money in buying a high PE name because you just have bad timing and the market happens to be down that particular day. You might just have bad luck. But I can remember growing up, and watching Microsoft trade, it's probably said this before on the show. If I didn't, I'm guessing that I did. I don't think it ever traded lower than forty, as in terms of PE. And so, even as investors, you can screw it up if you if you shy away from. You know, you're gonna have to pay for quality. That's ultimately what it comes down to. And so, whether you think of it as high PEs or irrational exuberance. that's not one of your concerns you can kind of get head faked out of the game and overanalyze that was the theme of last week's episodes is that you don't put alerts in at your stop prices you put your stops in at your stop prices and you don't think about it that's the whole point of putting your stops in that you don't have to think about it there's nothing to analyze at those levels you already know ahead of time if you want to look at volume you look at it after the fact you look at it at the end of the day right intraday volume in one-minute bars, that's not what we do, right? You can't tell during the day. What you do do is put your stops in, you let the market come to you, and then you get filled. Then you don't overthink things at exactly the wrong time. Try to bring in all kinds of crazy criteria to justify putting the trade on. That's indecision. Really, really good traders are decisive. They're leaders. They make decisions. They own their risk, and they know exactly what they have at stake at any given moment. That's all it takes Everything else is your mind effing yourself into into oblivion, basically. And you can sit there and ponder and think, but you have to d- dig down deep and get the guts to do that. I don't know what it's called—hutzpa, right? Gumption, balls. You have to do it. You can't sit there and overthink things because your last three trades were losers, right? You're gonna—if you're looking at trades in groups of threes you're probably, what, 10, 12 times more likely to see three losing trades in a row than three winning trades. So if you know that coming in, right, if your system is 30% accurate, you know that coming into it, you can process those feelings ahead of time. But then when you start looking outside the box and and trying to get creative here with PE multiples and MACD and whatever I said last week, you give me the name, I can find you an indicator that could prove it or disprove the trade at any given time. So is your goal to overthink thing and to put you know overthink things and put your head into that kind of space full of indecision or do you want to start making some choices and envision yourself being successful and then executing that and going towards that goal because that's going to get you the success The pondering and the thinking and the journaling is great over a cup of chamomile tea and your favorite reefer but it ultimately is not going to help you trade better What trade what helps you trade better is putting on the risk and managing the risk So That's my two cents on earnings and earnings estimates. Thank you for listening. If you want a copy of the audiobook version of The Inner Voice of Trading, it's yours for free. Just go to the site. You can download it on me, no questions asked. Thank you very much for being here. I'll see you next episode.